All right, there we go. Colditz? Yes, sir. Colditz here. Colditz in the building. Scott? See him touching his phone? Is he, is he getting in? Is he getting in? Pick it up, Scott. <laughs> getting a lot of political spam calls right now. Yeah. Can be confused. There we go. Scotty's here. All right. Jeez. All like right. The, uh, the ultimate journey there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. It's like, I don't even want to get into it. But. Yeah. yeah. We all made our voyage. Uh, very, very special destination here. Very special podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's week oh, it's one. It's off to a special start, all right. Yeah, Spe- episode one. Special ed. <laughs> week one. It's also uh, it's also Scott's birthday today. Oh. oh. Happy birthday, Scott. Oh, my God. I can't believe you remembered. I'm blushing. Can't here. miss that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, it's uh, I'm old as shit, so. Mm-hmm. You, don't want to, you don't want to know what it's like. You're a full Jose Tabata, 31. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that how old Jose Tabata is? Actually, yeah. Or just his number. He's probably like 52, but yeah. Uh, 31 is <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 drunk. Myself, <laughs> I was actually, it was just a coincidence, but myself, a couple of other league members, I think Jeff and maybe Hippert too, were at the Nationals Pirates game, and Max Scherzer had a perfect game going. And it was in the ninth, and Jose Tabada leaned in and took a pitch. You were at that game? Yes. Oh, my God. at that dude. game. And instead <laughs> of seeing, like, one of 24 perfect games ever, we saw, like, one of, I don't know, the hundreds of no-hitters. And, yeah, it's, it sucked. You saw better, dude, than a perfect game. You saw – that is the pirate – that is our generation's equivalency to Bill Mazeroski's walk-off home <laughs> in the 1960 <laughs> World Series, Game 7, like – I mean, that's our yeah. moment. That was what all of Neil Huntington's, like, that's the climax of the, you know, 2000-whatever Pirates right there. Just the top of the elbow pad. Just a oh, take first. I'll never forget it. I was in a, I was in a, a restaurant, and I, I was on TV. I remember seeing it yeah. in, like, like, visibly, like, you know, having a convulsion in my seat. Like, that. I just see a guy lean into a pitch to break up a no-hitter in the ninth? But <laughs> a perfect game, but, yeah. But, you know, I digress. I wanted to wish Scott a happy birthday on the podcast because, uh, you know, he was the first yeah. one to join up on the pod with me. So it wouldn't have happened without his uh, his volunteering. And Colditz also told me it's his anniversary today. So oh. double special oh. day. Thank you. D- double. Yeah. Let's all yeah. crack a beer or something. I don't know. I'm yeah, sure this is something. exactly the way Kate envisioned spending uh, her anniversary with her future husband. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasting <laughs> full, fancy full of his friends. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I took a walk down to the basement, and she's like, all right, happy anniversary. <laughs> Dude, good night. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> well, you know, you're uh, you're deep into the pregnancy, and you're attending uh, baby classes with her, so I think you're, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're doing the good husband, good dad part here. Yeah. Yeah, we did a baby basics class tonight, and uh, I sent a snap to a couple guys in the league, but they were going over circumcision and how you treat the circumcision, and – I had to jump in. I was like, excuse me, miss. How do I notify UPMC if my friend potentially might be administering the circumcision? (laughs) It wasn't what we received. Here's what happened. I called the anesthesiologist in. Anesthesiologist hit me. I take a couple rips of of laughing gas from the mask. My hand is just steady as possible. And, uh, you know. I'll watch a YouTube video maybe beforehand. It's probably going to be gross, so I'm probably going to give up 10 seconds into it. Yeah, definitely watch the YouTube It's probably video. just like baiting the fish hook, right? I, I, don't think, uh, <laughs> I don't think you're going to find those videos on, on YouTube. Probably <laughs> but, not. Hopefully not, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, I, I, felt, I felt weird about sending that Bernie Sanders meme because I feel like maybe it's an obscure meme and nobody understood oh. it. <laughs> oh, it yeah. was pretty clear. If you've ever been on Reddit, you should get it immediately. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I've been on Reddit in a long time. It's been a couple of years, um, but I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad it's at least well circulated because uh, I didn't want people to actually think I was asking to circumcise their their child. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah male or female, by the way, male or female. Mm. I don't know how oh. female would work there, Kevin. I mean, I don't want to go into the nitty gritty. I mean, you know, I mean, do we, they do, do it in other countries? Cultural. Uh, cultural <laughs> Impact of female circumcision. They do do it in other countries. 
Should we just start this over again? I feel like this took a dark turn all of a sudden. See, speaking of snippings, Kevin's going to have to get that snipping tool out and uh, doctor this this footage up. Speaking of snipping, we got some some results. Uh, Dan Chaffee snipped down the... um, the money money spot is this his first lead score Ooh. in the in the captain spot as a sole owner wow that it might be that's worth questioning i'd have to go back to my venmo account and really search these transactions i mean i only had one going into last year so i don't have a ton of lead score you know numbers it's a big accomplishment you got to feel good about a week one. Oh yeah oh yeah the adams family went off that was a great yep. spot. You get uh, Adams, and then he also had Jacobs first round, really yeah. pushing that total. That was the money. Uh, that was the absolute nuts in DraftKings this weekend, pretty much. That was that was instant cash, no matter who else you had in your team. Then John Gruden calling him Walter Payton as a little cherry on top. <laughs> no, did he? Yeah. Yeah, John Gruden looked like – you know, he used to be the Chucky doll, but now he just looks like he got a $3 haircut and, you know, it's terrible. He looks so sloppy on the sidelines, but <laughs> I saw a great oh, coach. Him and uh, Al Davis's son going to the same barber. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw a hilarious picture. Someone caught him like perfectly, like running down the sidelines, side angle. Hair and blowing in the wind, and it just was a sad scene. It was not. It was not good. <laughs> Do you guys ever hear a story? We probably talked about this last year on the podcast. This might be the first subject visited twice on two different seasons of the podcast. But of uh, John Gruden saying when he lost his virginity, he was like singing the Notre Dame fight song to himself in his head. And my guess is that he didn't. He didn't. I think the implication is he didn't state this outright, but is that. He was doing that to avoid from jizzing too quick. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> we all do it. Not the Notre Dame fight song necessarily, but we all think about like you know. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. What do you think about you know? specifically? <laughs> Fantasy football is where I draw the line. You know, I'm not gonna tell you guys how to bang your wife. I always thought know? that was counterproductive. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought that was counterproductive. It's like if you're trying too hard, you know. It's well, true. Yeah. Didn't hurt. Yeah. There's a good, there's a good um, mindset. I want to say it's more physical than mental. Danielle's probably upstairs hearing me right now. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, there it is. That's the picture. We're looking at the picture. Oh my god, what? It's like, it's like a chunk of his hair just was removed. It's just in orbit. Oh my god, it's so bad. That's like Keanu's hair, dude. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, he looks like a mental yeah, patient. It's, it's great. I mean, yeah. I don't know if, if you guys have had to confront this yet, but the thought of, like, if I start losing it right here, what do I do with the rest of it to stop it from looking stupid? Straight off. That's what yeah. it has to be, right? Yeah, you got to go, Mr. Cl- you got to go Johnny Sins. I don't, have, Johnny Sins. I don't have the skull shape for that. I have, like, I have like a weird head that's, like, different shapes from different angles. It's, it won't look good if I do that. It's too big. <laughs> mm. I don't think the, I... The skull shape is... That's a it big is. I don't think I would be well suited for that either. We'll just uh, do you do the horseshoe, huh? I would do the horseshoe uh, probably. Yeah, the horseshoe. I think my thought is the, the Costanza. Yeah, I would do the Costanza. Yeah. My thought is, if I just don't touch it at all and let whatever happens happen, then like, I didn't try too hard or do something like stupid. You know, I'm just like letting letting nature take its course. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like like the Costanza looks kind of refined. Like you know, the Larry David, it, it looks refined. Yeah. It looks. It, it looks. You know. You look uh, like you run a hedge fund. Or oh, exactly. Like there are a lot of rich white guys that have yeah. that haircut, and they hang on yeah. So I wouldn't. You just wear a ball cap. It. You put on a visor. Everything's fine. I'm I'm I'm, I'm investing heavily into <laughs> becoming as unattractive as I could possibly be the older <laughs> I get, for sure. Like, I mow my lawn in a headband <laughs> in like a tank top just to look like the neighborhood. You know. Yeah, like jag off kind of like. <laughs> Some, Plus, you've got the yeah, something yeah. about yeah. Something stash about is part of my stash is part of my philosophy, hundred percent. Something about being a dad makes you just want to kind of yeah, just like you know, really, yeah, like really let it just fly. Yeah, like I hadn't until this until today. I actually only shaved like two days ago for the first time in like 
a while. It had been a while. And I <laughs> Look at these a, socks I bought. I need a haircut so bad, too. It's great. The champions. Yeah, I'm wearing and they come up to right here, which is such a weird spot for socks. You either want them higher or lower, but they, they Funny. come up right above the ankle. Funny you say Fair that. across. pair of champion shorts right here, actually. I got on. It's the it's the name brand. It's actually a sponsor of our podcast, Champion Shorts. Uh-huh. Champion Shorts and Socks. Not the shirts. Just buy the shorts and socks. Yep. Champion, uh, I feel like when I see a champion, a pair of champion gym shorts, I can smell them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like uh, fourth grade gym class pennies. You know? Just pre, pre-musty. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like you buy it. And those Nike ones are nice and crisp, but the champions are just, yeah. they already have a sense of <laughs> yeah. to them. Yeah. Like they've been sitting in an old gym locker for a couple yeah. of semesters. Like mothballed a little bit. Yeah, yeah. which is like super ironic because they don't even have like a whole sweatband. It's just like literally just like material with a drawstring in it. Like it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like uh, I actually have a pair. Of I don't know. I have like a cheap pair. I what you know, you know. Now I wear them all the time. Once it gets yeah. cold out, cold. Wow. Once it gets cold out. Oh man, I can't wait. Just wearing full like sweatsuit, like Italian guy sweatsuits, <laughs> like open zipper. <laughs> oh man strikes down the sides yeah two oh, strikes gonna be great. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be so good i might have to get like a gold chain gold watch mm-hmm. um i was planning on wearing it to the draft this year i was, I was dead set on this um but covid <laughs> hit i wanted to go to the place where i got my tux for getting uh you know married at the wedding um because you could rent stuff there and i wanted to rent like um i wanted to wear a black turtleneck um and i had a beard growing out for a while too uh when keanu was born so i would keep the beard <laughs> and get a black turtleneck and a like a big gold chain like a fake one or whatever and then wear like a suit jacket like a fancy ass suit jacket <laughs> like obj or drake or like uh you know <laughs> possibly shave a notch in the weird. eyebrow you know um intimidation yeah you know, just look good feel good um right, we should probably start start talking some results here uh <laughs> Yeah, we're running out of time. We yeah. try to keep it under an hour, you know. Um, we got yes. Yeah, so what do we start with Chaffee's mm-hmm. team since he was the high scorer? We want to dive into that matchup. Yeah, first. yeah. Highest combined point total week one. Um, oh yeah, that's right. You called this the poop ball. No, I yeah. did. I called last year the poop. Who called the poop ball? Uh, no, I I you think did. I said that it was the. Uh, I oh, said it was said like. Or I said <laughs> no. Kevin said that last year. It was. I said this was the uh, last year. I said this was like Jets. I said it was something bad, like Jets, Dolphins. Yes, but you called it a pillow. <laughs> Did I? The call. Yeah. I would like to let the record Kevin know. Might call it. I like Kevin both of their teams post draft. I like Grant going uh, CEH, AJ Brown. I didn't oh, like yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, in all fairness. Um, but, I think it was I just mean, a matchup. I think we were mm. just worried about the matchups when we said that. I mean, yeah, they're both way better than my team. I can tell you that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I know I picked Grant, and I was wrong. Well, we got uh, uh, Chaffee, the Adams family, 147.14. Grant, 118.36. In case anybody's listening on a Walkman and can't access the results on their phone while listening to this. Um, stupid that I say the score out loud. I just realized that. Well, what if they're driving? Uh, you know? What if they're enjoying this in their car on a nice commute? You never know. Cranking one out while listening to us. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's a really possible. interesting stat here, too, just to jump in. DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae Adams, they led their teams, and they actually were 1-2 in the NFL this year, in tar- or the NFL this season in target share. DeAndre Op- Hopkins commanded 43% of his team's target share, yeah. and Devontae Adams commanded 41% of his target share. So both of those guys – Heavyweight battle in the wide receiver realm here squared off, and we definitely saw it in the output. Plus, Jaffe had a gold bind with Josh Jacobs rushing three touchdowns, and Carolina looks like they're going to get pushed all over the place on the defensive perspective. Plus, the Las Vegas Vegas Raiders, their O-line can really open up some holes. Some of those holes for Josh Jacobs were like anybody could run through them. Number one and number two players in all of – our league scoring this week for Josh Jacobs and Devonta Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And oh, I, I think they're both semi-sustainable, not to this extent, 33 points, but like Devonta Adams, 41, what? 1% target share. Um, 
I could you could possibly say that should be higher. Like they have so little on offense for uh, the quarterback to work with that I first of all you give Lazard a little love. You yeah, can spread I, the Lazard I, I a little like, more I for like my Lazard sake. King. Um, <laughs> but I'm impressed with uh, the quarterback from Green Bay. His week one performance. I think he's set up to do it again week two against against Detroit. Um, I, I was his number one hater last year, but, uh, I mean, it, or is Minnesota's past that bad? They might be that bad. They are that bad. I think, um, a lot of lost a lot of pieces there. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. It, it was, uh, they were at home too, right? Minnesota was yeah, at home. Were, um, yeah. So I, I don't know that that kind of goes to speak about what we were saying with the home field advantage being taken away from a lot of these stadiums. And we're seeing that crowd noise is disruptive. And some of these early games were really gunslinging dog fights because mm-hmm. there was no crowd noise. And I, I mean, there's a lot more than just that, but it was kind of crazy that we saw week one, no preseason. And then you get a game like green Bay, Minnesota, 43, 34. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Green yeah. Bay kind of owns Minnesota too. Yeah, Mentally. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I think uh I heard something like Rogers somehow drew Minnesota off sides like a bunch of different Hard times. Counts. Yeah. Even even in without fans. So that's kind of funny too to think about that he was able to right. do that without any fans there. Um he always toes that line of where it's illegal and not illegal with the way he is violently jerking his head on those hard counts. Yeah. I think that was, I don't know if that was a Brett Favre thing, but it's, <laughs> I, I think Rogers has gotten called on it before too, just because of how violent he is with those hard. Yeah. Counts. When you win an MVP, you get that you, you refs are going to, especially if you're a quarterback, when you win an MVP or a Super Bowl, um, I mean, Refs are going to defer to you. It's like Barry Bonds. He drew so many walks that one season, partially because if he didn't swing at a pitch, the unpleasant call on a strike. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. they're just deferring. You're the best player in the world, or one of them. You know this game better than I do, you know? Right. Uh, right. Quick thoughts on Chaff. Uh, Melvin Gordon, more good news for Chaff. Philip Lindsay's out. Mm-hmm. He gets a bump before the mm-hmm. um, If Chaff can just get a better tight end, maybe Gronk comes around. I'm not going to buy it because he burned me two years ago. Um, but, you know, hopefully Chaff buys it because I don't want him to win the championship. I want to win the championship. So um, continue to play Gronk, Chaff, please. Because he's uh, – he, I think he's his team's for real. Yeah, they're – yeah. I mean, he's from top to bottom. What do we think about David Montgomery? Uh, absolute poop. Um <laughs> I think Grant's team, on the other hand, underperformed and still put up 120 points. I think his team is better than they they put up this week. I think A.J. Brown's going to outscore that mark. Yeah, A.J. Brown, I can't believe he didn't. I mean, with the way that game was going and how many, I don't know, I just can't believe, like, Humphreys outscored him yeah. on DraftKings. That cost me, <laughs> I don't even want to tell you guys. Yeah, I, I, too. I, well, I, I literally went from winning fifteen hundred dollars with if AJ Brown just would, would have done what he needed to do to winning like only like a hundred dollars just from just like two or three plays from fucking Humphreys. That's so, yeah. well, I think the thing out. with with AJ Brown and kind of deterred me from AJ Brown in the draft is the talent's there, but I think watching those games is you know that their number one game plan is the pound with Derrick Henry. And anytime you drop back, you know those passes are going to be limited. Like, I think Tannehill's yardage total last night was, like, 223, 225, like, right in that range. So you have to know that he is going to be commanding the volume of those targets. And if he's not, then you're already behind. And for whatever reason, last night it was Corey Davis that stole the show. And they were running a lot of play-action passes, and Tannehill is one of the best in the league. If not, I think last year he had the best QBR off of play-action passes. And whenever you have linebackers trying to – defend big dog like that's what happened i think to play devil's advocate i think arthur smith is a really good offense coordinator i think he finds creative ways to run the ball 31 times and give derrick henry decent looks uh, like he, he he will pass the ball on first down every once in a while or something like that but my argument for aj brown is like how many running backs get 
like 500 or 700 straight touches and don't miss a game or don't get hurt. Like, I don't want mm-hmm. Derrick Henry to get hurt, but he takes on a lot of tacklers. Like, yeah. legs, they come at his legs all the time. Like, if he gets hurt and Tennessee's game plan turns from pound the rock, control the ball to play catch up, A.J. Brown, I mean, he's the number one guy there by far. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It, he seems to be not like a true separator. I know he comped out to like Anquan Bolden, which I didn't think was, you know, that's not all that favorable depending on the offense. You're wow. in. Like he, but yeah. he does have strong. And teams. they were saying he had some uh, conditioning issues too in the offseason. He was trying to like get through and apparently like that. He, well, but apparently he like they were saying that in the context of like he had turned a corner on some of that stuff. But like I think last night was. I, I'd like to see what, like, how often he was on the field, though. Like, how how many, what his snap count was, because mm-hmm. um, I don't know. That could be something to keep an eye on. Well, we can we can try to like nitpick AJ Brown, but bottom line is, <laughs> yeah, he's thirty wide receivers are DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Brown, and DJ Chark. I think we can all agree that that's a sick wide receiver yeah. trio. And even if AJ Brown's his wide receiver three, we'd all take that too. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. So if yeah, he's a monster. If if Surdy uh, can just figure out the QB situation, because I think Tom Brady's going to lead the league in picks this year. I mean, I have no question. About it. If you guys, if your life depended on it, and aliens came to Earth to play a game of football, and they're going to destroy the planet if they win, and everybody was at the Pro Bowl and they all got COVID, so like Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, you can't pick them. The only guys you can pick are Tom Brady right now or Kirk Cousins for the fate of humanity. Who do you pick? Kirk Cousins. I think so too. Oh man. I'm gonna take Tom Brady. I don't think I can disrespect him like that. Well we're getting we're getting the laser beam and the worst part is it's like the one time he could Tom Brady couldn't fucking do it. He couldn't do it like his Seahors or something, you know? But like you're gonna trust Kirk Kirky boy to uh I'm not gonna feel good about it. Come through in the clutch. I don't know. Tom Brady or Gardner Minshew. <laughs> I do like Minshew. Um, I do like Minshew too. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I need but, to know. Yeah, I need to know. Tom Brady was sacked three times. It took a lot of hits. It, uh, yeah, he did. He took a lot of hits. They were getting a lot of pressure on it, and it was probably a no shit moment for him because it's like, ah, all right, this is what it's like to play with a. Bruce Arians run oh, offense that there were some gonna get smeared. There were some great memes of uh, Jameis kind of just like looking at the camera a little bit on the sidelines in the Saints uniform in like a Saints headset. <coughs> Dude, can, I just, I, I just, I feel like we got us, we got a lot of stuff right in the pod last year. We were ahead of the trends on a lot of guys. Uh, Eckler, Gordon, uh, Green Bay quarterback. Um, so we were on Dak Prescott early and like top five on him before anybody else was. But one thing I think is going to be a trend this year is I think it's get I think Bruce Arians is going to get the meme treatment. I think people are going to act like he's the worst coach in the world, and for good reason. I think the thoughts on Bruce Arians have to balance out. He's not that great of a coach. I think people are going to come to realize that. I mean, look at Fowler's team name. Yeah, I'll tell you all you need to know about Bruce Arians. Mm-hmm. Well, we really did not like Bruce Arians. Where'd that come from? Oh, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Bruce Arians is in in Pittsburgh. Ben leads the league in interceptions. Didn't he lead the league in interceptions like 2006, seven? Um, yeah. Arians goes to Indianapolis. Andrew Luck leads the league in interceptions with while well, he's the offense coordinator. These are all Hall of Fame quarterbacks. They're Hall of Fame talents. He goes to Arizona, brings in Carson Palmer. He leads the league in interceptions. Um, and uh, he goes to Tampa to coach Jameis up. He leads the league in interceptions. I think Brady's only going to come wow. in and lead the league in interceptions because wow. that's what so, uh, yeah. Aaron says. Yeah, I mean, Sir. he left off right where Jameis left him. I mean, pick six. It's, it's, it, dude, it's sad because all these other guys are like Ben, Luck, Palmer. They all got the franchise deal. Like, Jameis got dismissed, you know? Mm-hmm. I know. Man. That was probably my best stat I prepared. My best thing in my head. So, so if, it's all if, downhill. I'll give you a virtual pat on the back for that. It's Kevin. all downhill. Yeah. So I think I'd be if I was a betting man. I always say that like I'm not, but I bet all the time. So I guess technically <laughs> I would say that a bet um, I'd be interested in is the over/under games played by Tom Brady 
and look, taking a peek at the under. Uh, and then if so, like, let's say Tom Brady goes down, do the box, give, pick up the phone and call James Winston. No, the Saints are going <laughs> to bail him out. That's I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, I love it. That would be hilarious though. That'd be hilarious. Narrative street. Um, if you want to get a real dark narrative, Tom Brady blows a knee six games in. The Bucks are two and four. Blaine Gabbert comes in, leads the Bucks to six wins in the playoffs. Tom Brady ungoats himself in one single season. He might. He, it's possible. Uh, ungoats uh, himself. It's possible. Sheesh. All right. And so Grant has DeAndre Swift on his bench. Uh, that was one rough ending for the Lions fans. He was hit right in the chest with a perfect pass from Matthew Stafford. And I don't know what he was doing because he was turning up the field like he was ready to get taken off. Like he was taking off the score and was catching the ball in the fifth. That whole game. But he was hit. He just needed to fall. He just literally needed to fall back. That whole game was an abomination. The fucking um, – I think they were trying to run the clock out and they threw a pass and threw an interception with 38 seconds left that led to the yes, Anthony Miller touchdown. Like, what the fuck are yeah. you doing? What the fuck is going Like, Patricia should be gonzo after that, like, immediately. Like, it should just be over. Matt Patricia, I can't get over Matt Patricia <laughs> because he drafted a second-round running back last year, even though you should not, ne- you should almost never draft a running back in the first two rounds. He drafted Terrion Johnson last year in the second round, and then DeAndre Swift this year in the second round, and then right before the season started, brought in AP, like, four days before kickoff, <laughs> And then gave him like seventy percent of the carries over his two second round running backs. He's insane. Oh my god! You know his play, Matt Patricia. Patricia's teams have led in the fourth quarter in twenty out of the thirty-three games he's coached with the Lions. So he's led in twenty out of the thirty-three he's coached. (laughs) In eleven of those games, he lost. (laughs) That's so bad. How are you coughing up the league that often? Feel bad for Detroit. Oh, man. That city bends are enough. You give Matt Patricia to that. It's because they can't run the ball, but you have 95 running backs. I don't get it. It's because they can't run the clock out. They have no choice but to just be like, well, Stafford could just throw a little short pass here. On the bright side, it is preventing Jeff from adopting the Detroit Lions as a team he likes. I feel like, uh, I don't know, maybe Jeff doesn't root for him uh, super hard, but I remember he used to have a little Detroit fandom, you know? Oh, yeah. kids. Yeah, he liked the Pistons. I remember that was a big thing. Uh huh. Um, All right, so yeah, we move forward. We should uh, whatever game. I got notes for all of them. Let's save all of ours for last. So for the next one, we will look at Alvin and the Back Shots. Jeff knocking off Danny Thomas and friends by a score of one hundred and seventeen point nine to eighty four point six. You want to take it away? Kevin? I like it. Well, um, I mean, great win by Jeff because uh, he did this despite James Conner being the biggest choke artist fantasy player of the week. Um, you can't be more James Conner if you bet on him or have him fantasy. Um, so That's solid win bias, by Jeff. Yeah. Uh, the Eagle stack was a terrible idea and it didn't backfire. Um I don't know. It's on the flip side. It's a rough week for Danny, but uh, you know, for now, I don't know. Do you think Jeff should be panicking on Zach Ertz? What, what, do, you, what do you think if you're Jeff yes. right now? Yeah. yeah, I absolutely think so. Jeff Zach Ertz is throwing this hissy fit, and they're not going to pay him. But whenever you got somebody like Dallas Goddard, who clearly they see is the tight end of their future, if they're not paying Ertz, mm-hmm. um, I think potentially, but they do write, run a lot of two tight end sets, even with everybody healthy. Um, they were pretty famished this week. So Zach Ertz and Goddard eight. I mean, Zach Ertz kind of saved his match with a with a touchdown, but I don't know. I'd be nervous about it. Yeah. I mean, you got to be nervous about Connor. I wanted him this year in drafts, but I couldn't get him. Um, he's He looked terrible. Um so it's a little, it's a little disheartening to see some of the real harsh stuff on Twitter, like talking about how he sucks because he's injury prone and stuff. It's like, I mean, he doesn't look good, and he is injury prone, but like, I don't know. It just feels like, uh, 
turning on a guy that's already been a Pittsburgher for six plus years, probably. Yeah. So we were missing David DeCastro, which I didn't even realize he had some kind of mystery knee injury, oh. which I couldn't really find any specifics on. But the line was a little bit down, but I still think that he ran for like, I don't know, it was like six carries for nine yards or something like two. Yeah, six carries for nine yards. And then Benny Snell comes in and just rips it up. He averaged like six and a half yards per carry and he looked really good doing it. So I, I'm not a Connor fan. I haven't been since he's got here. I think he's just a product of a great offensive line. I always think he looks slow. Uh, yeah. He can catch the ball, but he's not a guy that you want to line up in the slot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think the offensive line quality of play is coming down. Even last year when the when they had starters. Um, so, I don't know. It's, it's overall a little conservative. Benny Snell looked pretty good. So, uh, you know, Jeff's loss is Dave's gain. I'm sure we'll get to that later. Yeah, um, Snell, Snell with the Rockets cooking. You know what I'm saying? Like me, yeah. yeah. I got Danny next week. He's got Michael Thomas oh, out wondering. And Le'Veon Bell too. That well, that's be... a blessing, dude. I'm sorry, Le'Veon <laughs> Bell. If you don't, if you don't have to even think about him, your team's better off because his ceiling is so low. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Ceh got six um, carries inside the five uh, on Thursday night. Yeah. Um, Le'Veon Bell got six carries inside the five the entire 2019 season. <laughs> That's not an exaggeration. That's the same amount. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. So it's not his fault. It's Gase's fault. It's the offense. It sucks, you know? Yeah, I think that speaks to the message where you you say you want fantasy players on good offenses. And yeah. uh, I feel like I kind of fell into the trap against that and whenever I looked at my rosters. But it's really running backs is where it – really really hurts the most if you have running backs on a bad team so yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh i'm suffering from that with nick chubb so i can attest that i did last year suffer with, with them too mm. i thought they'd be a little better but they're not and mm. danny's got I would, uh, on his bench that's uh, i'm not worried about kareem Hunt. nick chubb is one of the he's one of if not the best runner with the football in the league like he is just He's. It's like watching Zeke or Saquon. When you see people tackle him, you know they don't want to tackle him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just looks so big out there. He's just so so fucking big and strong. I love him. <laughs> just running people. Over. I, I thought I thought he looked great every touch he had out there. It's just like give him the ball. Give him the fucking ball. What are you doing? Speaking of not yeah. getting points for things, Danny has Larry Fitzgerald on his bench, and that oh. veteran move that Larry Fitzgerald made where he dead sprinted for the ball whenever I think it was Hopkins was down, and they he grabbed the ball, brought it to the ref so they could clock it and have enough time for, I think it was the field goal. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Larry Fitz should have been a Heisman winner. Yep. Yeah. Well, can Danny right. weather the storm is the question because Joe Mixon's yeah. three. Tyler Higby has tons of potential. He's just not unlocked yet. Dwight Boston's caught her banged up now. And then he's got the big dog coming up. So, you know, I'm coming in swinging dick side to side. Smacking knee on knee. High knees coming in, high knees. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, this time we talk about it. Place. Yeah, I don't know. He's gonna be spending on Wade. Lavisca. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna be spending, spending. Lavisca's my guy. I love me some Lavisca Chanel. Yep, I still got that uh, hundred one uh, rookie of the year bet floating out there. there. See if that. Any today. So that's that's good for you. But yeah, it's kind of funny, Kev. Because did you play Noah Fant? Yes. Yeah, so Jeff dropped dropped Fant. You guys actually conducted a trade, but nobody knew about it. Essentially, um, unfortunately, I, I I didn't think anybody else would pick up Lavisca Chenault. Um, he was the last pick of the entire draft. If yeah, he was, Mister Irrelevant. And uh, I drafted him in the last round of almost every league because just like I don't really know much about him, but like he wears number ten. He's got the dreads flowing. He's big and ripped, and he's fast as hell. And I'm just like, give me that guy. What position does he play? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Nobody even knows what position. He's playing everything. He plays everything. Yeah, Jack. Fantasy day. Because um, Gardner Minshew 
missed one pass. He was 19 for 20, three tutties, and he spread the love. Chenault got one, Chark got one, Keelan Cole got one. And then James Robinson was serviceable too if, you know, you were gutsy enough to play him. I mean, as maybe as a flex, but interesting day for the Let's see what Ingram's, if, what Ingram's up to. He might be – James Robinson might be starting for me now. Who knows? Can I be the first person on earth to genuinely throw this question out there? Is Gardner Minshew a franchise quarterback? Well, I mean, before Ooh. the season, if we thought they were going to be the worst team in the league and we thought they were going to take Trevor Lawrence, now I think there's at least a question. How many guys could have dragged this Jags team to an opening game win over a Colts team that's probably favored to get, win nine games this year? The Colts were, uh, by the way, favored by eight points, which I thought was the most ludicrous. I think I even texted you, Kevin. Was you did. I talked you out of it. I think. I think it was a ludicrous line. Yeah, you did talk me out of it. But, um, mm-hmm. Totally it did. It was ludicrous. Uh, it was just a bad line. But I took him on the money I line. It's really to say for Gardner Minshew. Um, he does. He does have some good weapons. I mean, they've been. They've seemingly been drafting wide receivers forever. <laughs> yeah. They always just have these young wide yeah. receivers that have pedigrees, and then some pan out and some don't. But I, I think they've put him in a pretty decent place to thrive. And still too soon for me to say. But I mean, we're saying that now. But they're going to play somebody better than the Colts next week and get their shit smacked. And then we're going to be like, oh, they're garbage. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, they're going to be that team this year that just is a ping pong ball. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they're what you said. They're so they're playing Tennessee. Tennessee is 10 point favorites over the Jags. Ooh, that's pretty a great number. One. I oh know. God. I thought so too, but I, I feel like that's a trap game. Being that, oh, it opened at 11. Tennessee was giving 11. Jesus, so, I don't know. It's like I don't think either team's good. That's what that's what I would be told. Like uh, Tennessee beating. I don't have enough data on these. Is teams Tennessee yet, beating you know? anybody by eleven points? Like I don't no. even know how the how no. that happens. Derrick Henry destroys the Jags. He does. Doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He has a career record. Like I remember, I, I went up against whoever had Derrick Henry last year. Uh, you quote us. Didn't he put up like a huge game against the Jags? Yes. Yes. He runs all over the Jags. He breaks their will. Like, yeah. you could see it in the game. Like, by the second quarter, they're just like, just do what you want with us, Derek Henry. Like, <laughs> yeah. just don't, just leave my wife and kids. Like, <laughs> it's just like the, uh, you know, the small white guy in, in prison just bent over in the shower. It's pathetic. Yeah, it's pathetic. Please. Oh, God. Fetal position. It's just like... <laughs> It's kind of like it's kind of the the modern day thing that continuously like keeps the Jags in check. It's like, oh, Jags, like you think you're like coming up? It's like here's Derrick Henry and Titans lose by thirty. He's got to run for two hundred twenty yards, <laughs> and like you're going to be the worst franchise in the league again. All of a sudden, yeah. Well, it's a toss. Thing to watch for this weekend. It's a race to the bottom. I'll tell you that. Yep, yep, and yeah, Jeff Bench put up some significant points too. So yeah, watch out for Jeff there. Watch out for Jeff. Yeah, we're going right. to be pushing it time-wise. Yeah, we are. All right. I was just minutes. thinking that, too. We're uh, 20 minutes a game, you know? It's just in-depth. Right. So now got we're like Big Ben here. At yep. Christian McCaffrey, Doman, mm-hmm. and Hotel Motel, Galladay, and Tyler. Uh, Christian McCaffrey wins 99.5 to 94.64. This is a tight one, and Ty really MacGyvered up a lineup mm-hmm. here and gave it a shot. He Great moves by Ty, yeah. Five points, yeah. Some of these, some of these moves were savvy, and this is how you win a championship here. Mike Evans totally salvaged his line with the touchdown too. I think yeah. uh, Lattimore was on him, and I don't know why they're putting Lattimore on him because he was hurt, but shut him down, and he only had one catch, and luckily he did have that touchdown catch. Yeah, crazy. Um, I could sell you on this being this. Dave and Ty might have – Dave might have had the best week in the league in a way, and Ty might have also had one of the better weeks in the league because Ty was probably preparing to take the loss before the game started. I mean, yeah, Galladay's out. Evan's on, you know, on watch. Um, he still put up 94 points, which is – I mean, part of, like, losing is not putting up, like, 60 points. Like – I'd much rather lose and put up 94 points than, like, you know. Yeah, just, know. Yeah, just everybody sucks. It's a respectable number, all just I'm saying. Like, and plus he has Scotty Miller and uh, who's the other guy on the bench? Um, 
Joshua Kelly. Great yeah. news moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And Dave, on the other hand, squeaks out a win on a down week, and he gets Benny Snell on his bench and Malcolm oh. Brown. Incredible week for Dave. Unbelievable yeah. week. And I was I was thinking this whenever Dave won the championship, that was the year he drafted Connor late. If he happens to coast into the championship drafting another Steelers backup running back, what that is just like fantasy football goodness. <laughs> I, Gods, yeah. I don't know. That's just a crazy anomaly, I guess. But I do think we'd have to outlaw Dave from getting another Steelers jersey. We'd have to force him to get a a different team. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, thing is, is, is Christian McCaffrey, uh, is his usage this week a sign that he is no longer head and shoulders above everybody else? He just might be a little bit above everybody else. Like he might be caught on a week by Zeke or Saquon or CEH. Yeah. I think his, well, all of our expectations are going to be through the roof anyway. So he's always going to seem like he's not, I still think he's prov- going to provide like a 25.4, which is kind of absurd. Um, but I do think mm-hmm. we're not going to see the 40 games because, like, how's he going to get there with their current state of affairs? And, like, uh, I don't know. I just don't see it. I don't the, see how he's going to get yeah, the there. Yeah, the thing with McCaffrey is he's game script proof. So if they're winning, he's in the game. If they're losing, he's still in the game. Yeah. They're running you could say that about 10 other guys. He's in the too. game. You could say about ten other guys. Ten other guys. Yeah, you could say about Zeke. You could say about Saquon. You could say about Aaron Jones. Uh, I think him only getting. uh, He only got got four targets in this game. He only got four targets. I don't know if he had four targets in uh, any game last year. He had like double that in most games. You guys should know. Targets more valuable than a a, uh, handoff. So. Noted. Write that down. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> bringing books yeah, next time. I'd see you guys. <laughs> Mark Andrews, big day. He had some. He had a fantastic one-handed catch. Um, yeah, he's a great player. I mean, if he gets more volume, he's he's going to push tight end one. He's going to push Kittle, Kittle this year. He's tight end five targets. Six. Oh, he's got oh, tight end overall one. Uh, oh, so no, I agree. I think I told Ty. Him. I've been telling Ty he's tight end this year. Got no doubt. Yeah. I don't I don't Plus, like hearing that. Crowder, <laughs> I don't like hearing that with Crowder my Kelsey pick. Long, long touchdown. I think it was like a 60 or 70 yarder, which is something that if I'm playing Jamison Crowder, I probably don't think that I'm going to be getting <laughs> a 60-yard touchdown. Certainly That's like – Jamison Crowder is king of the eight catches for 50 yards. And you're Dude, he got 13 targets? 13 targets, and he had a 69-yard bomb. Nice. What? Nice. It's insane. Yeah. yeah, he's, uh, yeah. He looked good. All right. He was looking sharp. You want to move along here or anything else? I mean, just a great, great week from because of what happened on their bench and uh, the fact that they – they pulled it together, you know? Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's go to Scotty oh, here. God. So we have the boss, Hippert, at 123.8, knocking off Scott at 96.82, who is Oscar De La Roya. <laughs> Those fantastic tonkers could not hold on to the boss. <laughs> and he, he even dealt with OBJ down – uh, he was definitely down, and it was also interesting that he put up 22 receiving yards. Uh, deuce, deuce. That's number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> Speaking of poo, quick transition here. Did you guys see that live streamer that pooped on Nancy Pelosi's front uh, driveway and live streamed himself? <laughs> like the uh, Jeff Kroll, like on the Chris's doorway. That's amazing. <sighs> The Jeff Crowell's like, I hope that catches on. <laughs> be a fun form of protest. Um, Anyways, back to the could you guys shit, Could you guys do that if you had to, if you were doing it? Like, if you, the person you hate most in the world, if you got to shit on their door, their front doorstep, 
you had this opportunity, could you do it? I mean, I've done. Like, could your butthole do it? I don't think I yeah. could do. I don't know if I could do the little hive act, but I've done something in the same vein <laughs> to a person I did not like very much in college. Um, so easy. I, Just drink a cup of coffee and you're I, uh, So it was actually kind of a funny story. I think I have time to tell it. Um, so 45 minutes. <laughs> so uh, I forget what happened, but like. We were, we were like five guys living in a house. We only had one bathroom. Like I had to take a shit real bad. And my buddy was taking a shit. And so I was like, it was like getting pretty desperate. I kept yelling like, you you good, dude, you good? Like, no, he's like, no, man, I don't know. This is a long one, whatever. So things got like really in bad shape. And I found out later that he was actually at a certain point fucking with me at the end. Like he actually wasn't in there anymore, but I was just in such dire straits that I didn't even, I couldn't even go look at him so (laughs) i end up (laughs) i end up uh taking a shit in a garbage bag oh and uh (laughs) we didn't know what to do with it so this kid we hated we knew that he lived he lived like pretty nearby so (laughs) we just uh you know we went and hopefully no one's listening to this you know Police. No, one's listening to it. no uh, yeah. but uh, like three people in the world. Yeah, are listening to there's no chance this guy would be listening to this. But, uh, What's his name? Tell us his first and last name. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, uh, Social Security. <laughs> his name was Marco. Um, <laughs> there's no way his name's Marco. <laughs> Marco Polo. I, I won't confirm or deny if that was a real name, but he, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I yeah, chucked it up. Um, Wait, you chucked it with your hand? No, no, it was in a bag. It was it was double bagged. It was double bagged. But <laughs> I, you know, chucked it up onto the porch and <laughs> double bag boy. Chucked it up onto the porch and fled. Oh, you, know, God. So. you didn't light it? No, I should have lit it, but I could have been, you know. You know, it could have been arson charges. You never know what happens out there. It was it was a yeah, wood porch. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been yeah. fun. Anyways, he, he deserved it. Trust me, he deserved it. But I believe it. That, that's that's going to sum up OBJ's entire season, probably, <laughs> basically. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, I know, just to recount, yeah. side bet here, and right now, uh, Allen Robinson is taking the lead, and if he gets out of Chicago, watch out. Ooh. I mean, there's worse places for him to end up, probably, but he could yeah. end up in a worse spot. Yeah, but. he really could. That's the funny thing. Uh, so what's worse? Miami? Um, Maybe Miami's was better. Like, Miami's better. Jacksonville. I there I don't think there's any uh Washington. Seattle. Yeah, but why would they yeah, I don't think they have a need for him. Don't don't count on Pete Carroll doing anything rational. <laughs> they they wanted a receiver. They worked out Antonio Brown, they signed Josh Gordon. Uh um, yeah. I I just who's gonna want a fat, fat contract though. I don't They're not paying DJ, DJ or DK Metcalf yet. They're uh Probably getting a discount on Tyler Lockett. They're not paying any of their running backs. Um, they're just paying Jamal Adams and Russell Wilson. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I like Hips' team. Um, yeah, Hips had a really good say how much or who I like because I want to trade with him. Um, Slayton so had a fucking if, great I could, I could say Jeff, or I could say Kevin is going to send you an offer for Derrick Henry, and knowing that he got three catches and he probably had more targets last night than he did in any game last year. Now nah, I don't That's want. I don't want Derrick Henry. He's a. I just. Uh, I don't want. Him. <laughs> uh, you want Marcus Brown, Marquise Brown, don't you? I love Marquise Brown. Yeah. I'll give Hips anything for him. <laughs> big, big night out of Darius Slate. Yeah, he had, a, he had a nice game. Um, yeah, just uh, I, it was all just daggers in the heart. I mean, I actually thought I had a chance before Metcalf scored. Before, um, I mean, before I knew Slayton was going to go crazy. Um, it was just my receiver sucked, and then Mark Ingram. <laughs> Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. I don't know. Tomorrow. Next week, the Mark Ingram revenge match. I mean, yeah. maybe you'll get something. I'm probably going to. in the end zone twice doesn't feel so good. Uh, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to give up on him quite yet. I'm going to wait for, I guess, 
a different like but i mean like what kind of game script do we need to feel like I, whenever they went up by 20 points i was like all right well now just run the clock out with ingram and it was like no yeah no they're not going to do that <laughs> i'm not going to do that at all <laughs> um so it's going to be it's going to be bad but um i'm happy with my receivers i didn't start the right one i i swapped lazard for Ragor. And uh, I actually, when Regor had that 55-yard catch on the first, his first NFL catch, I was like, all right, well, I at least feel fine about it. But then Lazard, um, I don't know, just talked myself out of it. I almost swapped Lazard for Boyd, which would have actually been a good decision. But uh, I don't think you would have had a shot, though. Yeah, I, would, yeah I, I felt better about it once Hips was winning by so much that it wasn't like I cost myself the week, but it was still... Uh, just annoying. I'm going to be playing fucking, I'm never going to play the right. I have way too many receivers. I was telling Kevin, I like, I almost just need to trade a receiver so that I can just stop having to make these decisions every week and just, um, and I'm happy with what we saw from Claypool, even in limited fashion. Um, Logan Thomas delivered for me on the bench. Um, but I mean, not like I'm going to start him over Kelsey, but he's nice to have as security. Um, yeah. James Robinson might squeak his way into a flex spot. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, he heard I a fake one did that we don't share. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm happy with. Uh, I was I was just worried. I wanted to see how many carries he was getting, how weird they were getting with like him on third downs and stuff. But I'm keeping an eye on him. I'm actually I'm, I'm honestly I'm not hitting the panic button yet. Maybe some. Uh, if I, I'm probably a waiver wire away though from feeling like I can make the playoffs at this point. If, if Ingram's going to be such a dud, like it's just such a hole, such a hole in my, Scott, in my roster. Realizing you have what three, you have three rookies in your starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Burrow, wow. and Rager. Yep. Yeah. I was happy with Joey too. I mean, he's in a shitty situation. I'm hoping he's just playing from behind all year is kind of what I'm banking on and that their defense is getting shredded. But uh, yeah, the rushing TD was nice. If I can get like 30, 40 yards out of them and maybe just between six and eight touchdowns this year, 30, 40 yards a game. I mean, that's not even realistic. Yeah, that, touchdown, but. that touchdown that called off because AJ Green extended his arm. Yeah, that yeah was, come on. That extra that points was there, so too. fucking annoying too. Um, yeah, you're good. Too much of that. Gosh, we need off. He runs a good two-minute drill. I can tell you that though. He looked real good. Yeah. Real good in that. So Good game. That 46 rushing yards is a nice little uh-huh. AC item for you. I like that. Yeah, yeah Zeke. Zeke uh, ate, ate silenced the haters. I like his new tattoo, too. Feed me. You look good. You look good. That tattoo is ridiculous. <laughs> that was a crazy unveiling of a tattoo. Yeah, my he's God. Not, like, that jack. And he's like, definitely getting. He like Dude, he's got a fat guy six-pack. He's got, like, he a definitely... fat six-pack. Yeah. He definitely got the tattoo because he doesn't have as sick of a six pack anymore. And he was just trying to cover up like, all right, if I get this uh, feed me tattoo, like now I can have this little bit of a gut. Mm-hmm. I just have to get like right. the upper abs going. That's what he had. Like, boom. That's it. He's good. Dude, he, brilliant. brilliant. He looked really good though. I'm, I'm going to be honest. He looked better than he did last year. Like, I, I don't uh, know. He's, uh, I, mean, I think a little, little, maybe rest up, not having to play the preseason. Maybe he's a little fresh. I wish I owned him in fantasy. I've never owned him before, but yeah. All right, we are at seven minutes left, and we still got to get through two matchups here. Yeah, so, it's gonna be tight. Let's yeah, let's get to Kevin, and let's do some rugs versus Bruce's tiny code, <laughs> mm-hmm. Brendan. Uh, yeah, Kevin wins out at one thirty three point seven to one sixteen point seven. So we got a uh, good margin of defeat here on Kevin's side. So Kyler Murray really went off in those rushing yards is really what's your, you know, that's the crown jewel right there. It is. He's just got this unbelievable field vision whenever he's in open space Mm -hmm. and his straight line speed is is fast, but it's really the clicks in his vision that get him in open space. It's like nobody could touch him crazy yeah he's uh he took negative nine um rushing yards on two kneel downs because they kneel out of the shotgun so it was a minus five yard rushing loss minus four yard rushing loss so a lot he lost an entire point off the score for kneeling the ball um dude. which is pretty hilarious i uh, saw could come dude, back to haunt me at some point i saw a dude yeah. who lost 100k because of those kneel downs on Twitter. Oh, oh. 100 yards <laughs> rushing probably yeah 
Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm very happy with uh, my team's performance, though. I can I can promise yeah. you guys one thing is that I don't. There's like there's very few things I like enjoy in life as much as I enjoy beating one of you guys in fantasy football. Like, I promise, if you lose to me, it's not wasted. Like, I enjoy it. Like, <laughs> it's it's a good feeling, That's... especially to beat the league champ coming into week one. I mean. I just like, I just went to bed after seeing no fan score, and I was just like, "Yep, here we go again." Kevin's like this sadistic sociopath right now that maybe his hobby is killing cats, and he just like pets them and says, "Don't worry, I enjoy this yeah. more than you." Yeah, like. I was like, about to say, like, yeah, "Thanks a lot." Yeah, that Weird. makes me feel it's, a lot it's better. It's like a precursor to serial killing. Makes I us mean, all feel a lot better. There's not many. Th- there's not many things I get. I get a sick, twisted, you know, uh, <laughs> pleasure out of. But fantasy football and winning a matchup, like, you know, it's uh, it doesn't go to waste. I, I that gets me all the way through. To, that gets me all the way through next time. Oh yeah, trust me. That gets me through the week. Like, you had some great plays, yeah. and Jonathan Taylor is a tremendous value. I think you would you get him in the third round, and uh, technically fourth. Fourth. Yeah. Okay. And you probably right now with that injury just stole like I don't know a round and a half of value there. Try three rounds of value. I would have taken him in the first round if he was the head and shoulder starter. I mean, but that's for a different day because I don't want to jinx it. I mean, Marlon Mack got hurt. It's a stroke of luck for Jonathan Taylor, but it's also a reminder that Jonathan Taylor could go out and blow his Achilles on Sunday. I don't know. Just hopefully he stays healthy. You know, who, who knows. Um, guys, my bench did well, but uh, if we want to get your game in, we should probably hit the transition here. I don't want to, you know, I already did my rubbing it in. We don't need to rub it in too much. Yeah, I'm sure Fowler can take comfort in the fact that you at least enjoyed this. You know, at least he can take he can sort of take that to the bank and sort of cash that. It is kind of like being a murder victim, (laughs) I would imagine. Like uh, it is. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna get murdered. Like at least let it be by Hannibal. Like, yeah, like at least they'll if make he, a. If I'm gonna get murdered, he better be eating my leg with like some beef stew. You know, yeah, they'll, like, they'll make like a, yes. they'll make like a Please. you know true crime podcast about it probably if it's gruesome enough. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what you can take yeah. solace in is that the fantasy football killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't let it be like road rage. Some guy like pulls out a gun, and boom, I'm dead. Like let it be like some creep who stalks me for weeks. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. So, anyways, I think Raheem Mostert might have been the best pick of the draft. There's a possibility. He looked, he could have been the he best looked pick very good. Draft. We're looking at uh, – wait, are we even looking yeah, at his I team? Lost Jerry King, the Jews, yeah. oh, lost 112 to Wet Wilson, 133, and that's Aaron. Aaron, I think, the second highest scorer of the week. He had a big, big, big week from Russell Wilson, who cooked. And then he also had Dalvin Cook, two touchdowns. Chris Carson, two touchdowns. Sucks seeing both of those guys score two tutties early. Uh, I knew it was behind, and then like red zone, it's just Russ Wilson another touchdown. He had four. <laughs> I, I didn't have it. and plus no Miles Sanders. It, you know, that's just you're spotting immediately spotting like ten to fifteen points whenever Antonio Gibson's filling that slot. Especially given his disappointing week, Antonio Gibson, yeah. you have a lot to be encouraged about. Because Miles Sanders, supposedly, he's not that hurt. The Eagles just thought they could get away with not playing him against the Skins. That's what I was thinking, too. I mean, they were they were pretty big favorites, and then they were giving away some points after these guys were getting injured. They had injuries on the line, too. But, yeah, um, you know, just quick, quick guess. Uh, what do you think – the league champions record is past 12 seasons in week one. So, well, so, one, so, you know, so out of the 12, what do you think their week one record is? <clears throat> Want to know? No, no. Total out of the, so, yeah, 12, 12, league out of the 12 league champions. Be out of 12. I'm going to say 10. 10. You think they're 10 and two? Mm-hmm. I'll say five, five and seven, five and seven. Close. Yeah. Four and eight. What? Yeah, champions. Wow. Four and eight in week one. So give you week one losers yeah. some hope out there. Uh, I could certainly say I was doing that to myself. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. That's a great, great stat. Bring the heat. That's a great stat. I do want to shout out Ty real quick. Uh, we were texting about Mostert. Speaking of Coltis's maybe pick of the draft, uh, 
it auto, it accidentally kept auto correcting to most most wet, and we think that's a great <laughs> nickname. Like if we just start calling him Raheem Most Wet, so just like, <laughs> shut up. He's so fast. That touchdown yeah. he hit. 20 like 23 and a half miles yeah. per hour which i saw was the fastest for a ball carrier since that was tracking i, I don't get that tyreek in 2016 was the last guy to hit that speed. insane his rookie year i will want to i do want to give a shout out i think mill's best team in the league after week one uh, i'm thinking dalvin today. and chris carson's running backs 